And that ball is out of here. J.T. Mabry with a leadoff home run to start the game as the Raiders take an early one to nothing lead. And Mabry continues swinging a hot bat. He has now hit safely in 12 games, 12 straight games, and that is his sixth home run of the season. That went out just to the left of the flagpole, which is in left center field at what I'm, I'm guessing to be about 375. Brett Coker will stand in, takes the first pitch high for ball one. So Mabry hit the second pitch of the game out of the ballpark, and the Raiders off to an early lead. One ball and no strikes to Coker. Takes a strike, and it's one and one. Brett stands in, hitting 346 as the Raiders' leading hitter. And a right-handed batter against the right-handed pitcher, Ward. Next pitch comes in at the knees for a strike called, and it's one ball, two strikes. They don't have the dimensions on the field uh, down the lines or in center field or in the power alleys. So that's one thing I neglected to get before getting set up in rather quickly in this booth. Ball is swung on and hit to the shortstop, steps back a couple of steps on the outfield grass and takes a, a pop-up off the bat of Brett Coker for out number one. So one out in the first inning. Jeremiah Boyd is the designated hitter. He'll stand in against the right-hander, Ryan Ward. That home run off Ward was the fourth he has given up this season now in 23-plus uh, innings. There's a strike call to Boyd, nothing and one. We saw Ward for one inning in relief in San Antonio, and he did pitch a scoreless 12-pitch inning. Swing and a miss, and the count will go to 0-2 on Jeremiah. He is the DH senior transfer from Presbyterian College in South Carolina. Ward pitches out of the set position and comes in with a fastball inside for ball one. One and two. Tony Carilli is our home plate umpire. Ken Fitz at first base. John Byrne at second base. Thomas Newsom at third base. Four umpires working all the tournament games. Ground ball to short, booted by the shortstop. King picks it up, throws to first, and still in time to get Jeremiah Boyd, who does not have great speed down the line. King booted that ground ball, grabbed it as it rolled over behind the bag at second base and still was able to get Jeremiah by a little more than a step. So that's a 6-3 put out. Out number two in the inning, and the batter is D.J. Wright, Blue Raider first baseman. D.J. hits a ground foul past third. Kevin Nichols coaching down at third, and Mark Deluja is our first base coach. Coach Jerry Myers operates out of the dugout. There's a swing and a foul. Speaking of dugouts, the Raiders are down the first base side. They should feel right at home there. That's their dugout at uh, Reese Smith Field. Pitch fouled out of play for strike two to DJ. 
And the 0-2 pitch on the way skips up there. And that's ball one. One and two. DJ played two of the three games in San Antonio. It was two for six in that series against the Roadrunners. Ward comes with a 1-2 pitch, and it is swung on a miss. Strike three. So after giving up a leadoff home run, Ward comes back to retire the next three Blue Raiders. One run, one hit. Nobody left. We will go to the bottom of the first inning. Middle Tennessee one, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee or along the Gulf Coast to second home or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. And we move to the bottom half of inning number one. Raiders leading one to nothing on a leadoff home run by DJ Mabry into left center field. On the mound for the Raiders and trying to protect that one run lead will be right-hander Eric Swan, a junior from Murfreesboro out of Oakland High School. He is one and six, making his 16th appearance and 12th start of the season. 7.04 earned run average for Swan, 55 innings pitched. He has allowed 55 hits, 43 earned runs. He's given up five home runs, 43 walks, 62 strikeouts, opponents hitting 262 against the right-hander Swan. And as most of you know who follow Blue Raider baseball, Eric has had an up and down career. He can hit triple figures with the fastball. He has uh, been, I guess, inconsistent would be uh, a good word to use. He's come out some nights and uh, looked like Nolan Ryan and other nights he's uh, looked like me throwing. So he'll face Leighton Barry, second baseman. And the first pitch right in there for a call strike at 98. Leighton Barry, 329 with 10 home runs. Swan comes and a swing and a miss at another 98 mile an hour fastball. Two strikes to count. Barry Smith and Valdez in the first inning for the Roadrunners. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Misses low and inside. Swan has been working hard on his secondary pitches, his off-speed stuff, and Coach Myers uh, says he's he's getting better. 
in that regard. Here's the one-two, and that one skips up. And the count will go to two and two on Barry. Barry is a second-team all-conference player for the Roadrunners. Pitch comes in, swung on, hit right back to the mound. Swan picks it up, throws to first, and got him, but he was hit by that line drive. In fact, it knocked his glove off, and I don't know where he got hit, but Coach Myers quickly out of the dugout to come check on his pitcher. So Swan on a sharply hit line drive right back to the mound, lost his glove, looked around, didn't know where the ball was, finally spotted it, picked it up and knew what to do with it. He threw it to first base for the out. Coach Myers does not stay out there very long. I think uh, he is convinced that Swan is okay. The trainer, Quinn McDonald, also out there with him. Uh, That has got to be a frightening experience for a pitcher to have that ball come right back at you just as hard as you threw it. Probably 95 to 100 miles an hour. One out in the first inning. The batter is Taylor Smith. The designated hitter bats from the right side. And the first pitch is high to Smith for ball one. He is the current Conference USA Player of the Week. And what a week he had in the Louisiana Tech series and their midweek game before that. There's a foul out of play. He hit six home runs in four games this past week. Not only was he the conference player of the week, he was the national player of the week by the baseball uh, digest uh, magazine. There's a swing and a foul back. The count goes to one and two. Smith against the Raiders in San Antonio was only two for 12, both singles. A senior from Georgetown, Texas, Taylor Smith. Swat ahead in the count, one and two. And the big right-hander delivers. Off-speed strike three call. Caught him looking. Smith is down on strikes, and that is out number two here in the first inning. That's that off-speed pitch we were talking about. Third baseman, number three, Antonio Valdez. Looked almost like a changeup, although I expect it was a slider. So two outs in the first inning. Here is Antonio Valdez. He is the Roadrunners' leading hitter at 391. Takes the pitch high and away for ball one. A switch hitter batting left-handed. 14 doubles, 7 triples, 13 homers, 65 runs batted in. And that's in 55 games. Pitch is high, ball 2. 2-0 to Valdez. Valdez against the Raiders was 4 out of 13 in San Antonio with a double and 3 RBIs. Swing and a miss. Went after an 87-mile-an-hour off-speed pitch from Swan, and it's 2-1. and one. 
Jennings third, Coker short, Mabry second, right first around the Raider infield. Swing and a miss. Two balls and two strikes to Valdez. Briggs Rudder behind the plate, Galloway in left, Benson in center, Snyder in right field. Two outs in the first inning, Raiders leading one to nothing. The 2-2 pitch, tried that off-speed pitch, but it hung outside and a little bit high. Three balls, two strikes to Valdez. He is the third baseman for the Roadrunners. A senior out of Corpus Christi. Swan with the pitch, high and away, ball four, and he walked him. First base runner for the Roadrunners by virtue of a base on balls. Valdez at first with two outs, and the batter is the shortstop, Matt King. Sophomore, this is this kid is a good player out of Kingwood, Texas. Made the all-freshman team a year ago. Hit 237. Made 43 starts. Throw to first and the runner back this year. King hitting 310, and he's driven in 57 runs. That's good production out of the shortstop position. Of course, the Raiders shortstop hasn't done bad either. Brett Coker with a 346 average and 31 runs batted in. So King stands in, batting right-handed, hits it to third. Jennings picks it up, and he caught. Did he catch that ball? I thought he might have caught it on the uh, fly, but was unable to make a play after he dove for it. So that'll be an infield hit for King. Upfielder number 15, Caleb. As Valdez advances to second. First hit of the game for the Roadrunners of the infield variety. And with two outs, the batter is Caleb Hill, the left fielder. He bats from the left side. First and second, two outs. Swan pitching out of the stretch. And a swing and a miss. One strike to Hill. They have one, two, three, four, five left-handed hitters in their lineup against the right-hander, Eric Swan. Swing and a miss, strike two. So the count to Hill, 0 and 2. Raider outfielders play just about all of these left-handed hitters to hit late. They, there's a ball fouled out of play back uh, to our left and on the roof of the grandstand here. Great facility on campus at uh, Rice. Of course, this team was accustomed to going to the College World Series just about every year. There's a check swing. Did he go? Yes, that's a strikeout, and the inning is over. Hill down on strikes. In the inning for the Roadrunners, no runs, one hit, and two men left. We have completed one full inning, Middle Tennessee one, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. <sighs> prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. So we go to the second inning with the Raiders leading by a score of one to nothing. Eric Swan with a couple of first vision back strikeouts in that opening inning. First vision back, proud partner of Blue Raider Athletics and the official strikeout partner of Raider Baseball this season. Don't strike out on your banking services. First Vision Bank providing more power to your business. Briggs Ryder will lead off the second inning for the Raiders against the right-hander Ryan Ward. Ryder, the Blue Raider catcher, takes the pitch low for ball one. Briggs comes in hitting 311. Couple of home runs and 23 runs batted in for the right-handed hitter. Ward's next pitch, also low for ball two. In the San Antonio series, uh, Briggs was two out of 11, had one of two extra base hits for the Raiders. That was a double and had an RBI. Swing and a foul out of play to the right. Count uh, will go to two and one on Briggs' rudder. Briggs from over in Columbia, Tennessee. 2-1 pitch, bounce to the right side. First baseman posted on a big hop. Takes one step to touch first base, and that will retire Rudder for out number one. And with one out, the batter will be Jackson Galloway, Blue Raider left fielder. All of the uh, the Raiders will bat from the right side with the exception of Luke Benson, who bats in the number nine spot today. Strike call to Galloway, nothing and one. 261 with a couple of home runs for Blue Raider left fielder. Ford with the pitch, and it's low. One ball, one strike. Ward gave up a leadoff home run to J.T. Mabry. Since has retired four in a row. Ball three, uh, I'm sorry, ball two is low. Two balls and a strike to Galloway. Gabe Jennings will be the next hitter.
And the right-hander delivers, and a swing and a miss. The count will go to two and two on Galloway. One of the Raiders' better hitters in that San Antonio series. He was five out of 12 in the series, all singles. Swung on, fouled at the plate. Count holes at two and two. Game got underway about 35 minutes late. First game ran a little bit over three hours as the number six seed Louisiana Tech beat the number three seed Charlotte by a score of 13 to eight. And a bouncing ball, pitcher grabs it. It was headed to the second baseman, but the pitcher Ward left his feet and snared it. Through to first for the second out. Two up, two down in the second. The batter is Gabe Jennings. Raider third baseman comes in hitting 211. Six home runs on the season, 29 batted in. From Lebanon, Tennessee, and neighboring Wilson County. Board's pitch, and Jennings takes it high for ball one. Top of the second inning, Raiders leading one to nothing. Bases empty, two outs, strike called, and it's one and one to Jennings. Dustin Snyder would be next if Jennings gets on. The pitch. Swung on, hit past the third baseman. That's a fair ball, rolling into foul ground in left field. Jennings on his way to second, and he will pull in there with a stand-up double. With two outs, Gabe Jennings smacked it past the third baseman, Valdez. It rolled into foul ground, then kicked back into fair territory. And before Hill, the left fielder, could get it in, Jennings was at second base. That is hit number two for the Raiders, a home run and a double. Here's Snyder, Raider right fielder, Eston at 272. And the pitch to the plate, low it outside, ball one. Snyder three out of 11. He had the Raiders other extra base hit against San Antonio and that was a double. Check swing, did he go? Yes, the first base umpire raises the right arm. One ball, one strike. Two outs and Jennings at second base. Raiders trying to add to a one to nothing lead. Ward with the pitch, swing and a miss. Count will go to one and two. Snyder, the number eight hitter in the order, with Jennings at second base. And the one-two pitch is low, into the turf, blocked by the catcher, Colleen. He returns it to his pitcher, Ward, two and two. Right, right, here we go. Ready, 
Ward out of the set. Checks the runner and delivers. Bouncing ball right side. Second baseman Barry over edge of the grass and safe at first. And now they throw back to third and Jennings is able to duck back in there. The throw came to the plate after Snyder with a head first slide into first base was safe. Jennings had already rounded third. Killeen started to throw to third. I think thought better of it, never did throw. So runners at first and third, two outs. Give Snyder an infield hit. He just uh, legged that one out on a slow roller to second. Third hit for the Raiders and the batter is Luke Vinson. Check of the runner and the pitch is high. Ball one to Vinson. You might look for Schneider to run when he gets an opportunity. He has 14 stolen bases on the season, and that leads the Raiders. Does not have a big lead. Fakes going and then returns to the bag as Vinson swings through the pitch. One ball and one strike. Got to get a little bigger lead than that if you're going to steal. And the pitch to the plate is outside for ball two. Two and one. First and third, two outs. The pitch, swing and a miss. The count will go to two and two. That pitch was into the turf. So two outs, a 2-2 count. Runner goes, ground ball, hit by, picked up by the pitcher, throws to first, got him by a step. And that was a good play by the pitcher Hill, off the mound quickly, a little bit too far out on the turf for the catcher Colleen to get it, so the pitcher Ward picked it up and got Benson at first for the third out. In the inning, no runs. There were two hits and two men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Middle Tennessee one, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Throw goes down to second. We're set to go in the second inning with the Roadrunners coming up. Raiders leading one to nothing. Swan had a couple of strikeouts along with a walk in the inning and also gave up an infield hit. The batter is the center fielder, Shane Serdashny. 
right-handed batter. Comes in at 365 for the season. Takes a strike call on the first pitch from Eric Swan. Nothing and one the count to Serdashny. He is a senior. Spent his entire career at UTSA. Ducks away from an inside pitch, one and one. Serdashny was three out of eight in the series in San Antonio earlier, but he drove in seven runs in those three games. And the ground ball to Coker, and it's under his glove and into left field. We'll see how they rule that. Coker moving to his right, and they're going to count that as an error. So that will be an E6. Serdashny on the arrow reaches first base. The batter is Poston, the first baseman. A left-handed hitter with a runner at first, nobody out. Swan's pitch a little bit above the letters for ball one. Poston at 261 with five home runs, swings from the left side. Swan out of the stretch throws instead to first base and the runner is back. Pitch, a strike, caught the inside corner. One and one. Serdashny has only played three games since that uh, series in San Antonio earlier. But he's back uh, in the starting outfield for the Roadrunners today. He batted leadoff, uh, as I recall, in all three of those games. One ball, one strike. Paul Serdashny leads, Poston takes it high, two and one. Serdashny, the runner at first with nobody out. Swan's pitch, swing and a miss at 98. And Poston now with a 2-2 count. Soft wind blowing, uh, looks to be blowing left to right. Just missed outside. That'll fill it up at three and two. So full count to Poston with a runner at first and no outs. Right-hander will throw over to first. Serdashny ducks back in ahead of the throw. Swan comes set, and the pitch is high, ball four. Second walk, given up by the right-hander, and first and second with no outs for Josh Killeen. The catcher, bats from the right side. 
He appeared in only one game in San Antonio against us earlier, was 0 for 2, and since that game has taken over the starting catching duties for the Roadrunners from uh, Sammy Diaz, who caught two of the three games against us there. Pitches high, ball one to Colleen, hitting 297. He's a native of San Antonio. A red shirt senior. Pitch inside, a little bit high, ball two, two and oh. And the pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. Count goes to two and one. He was their starting catcher in all of their tournament games a year ago and hit 325 as a junior last year. The pitch to the plate. Strike on the outside corner, two and two. DJ Wright, the first baseman, had been playing in. Now he'll back up with a 2-2 count. Thought Colleen might be trying to bunt. 2-2 is swung on, foul down the right side, headed for the Blue Raider bullpen. And Caroms off the fence, rolls out into fair ground where Snyder will pick it up, toss it out of play. First and second, no outs. And a 2-2 count to Colleen. Swung on, hit down the right field line. That is going to be a foul ball. Take a deep breath there. There's almost no foul ground down in the corners as the fence separating the playing area from uh, the bullpens juts out toward the foul lines on both the left and right field sides. So there's there's maybe three, four feet of foul ground down each line. Very little room for an outfielder to maneuver. Two balls, two strikes. Killeen takes high, ball three. And a full count, three and two, to the Roadrunner catcher. He's hitting number eight in the order. Runners lead at first and second. Swing a ground ball, right side. Mabry has it, out at second. Coker's throw to first, in time for the double play. That will be a 4-6-3 double play for the Raiders. As the runner on second base, Serdashny advances to third. Killeen hits into the double play. Right number 24, 4-6-3. Avery Coker and DJ Wright. So two outs, tying run at third, and the batter is Porter. Number nine hitter takes a strike on the inside corner at 99 miles an hour from Eric Swan. 
quarter at 237 on the season with one home run. Swing and a foul off to the left and quickly 0-2 to Dalton Porter. Runner at third is Serdashny with two outs. Missed inside with a fastball. One and two. Serdashny lived on the era to lead off the inning. Then a walk, but a double play ball. Pitch is swung on, hit foul down the left side and out of play. Mentioned the lack of foul ground down the line. There's plenty of foul ground behind home plate and in front of each dugout. You could park about three buses side by side from the dugout to the foul line and still have a little room to negotiate. One and two outside, ball two. Two balls, two strikes to Porter. Swan got himself in trouble and uh, with a little help from his teammates trying to get out of it. Ground ball to second, should be out of the inning. Mabry over to first in time for the out and that's gonna do it in the second inning for UTSA. No runs, no hits, one error and one left. We've completed two full innings. It's Middle Tennessee one, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we move to the top of the third inning. Raiders leading one to nothing on JT Mabry's leadoff home run in the first inning on the second pitch of the game. And Old South Properties home run. Old South Properties, uh, our Blue Raider home run sponsor for the season. It's time to go home. Old South Properties, Tennessee's favorite home builder an official home builder of MTSU. Well, let's see what JT can do here against the right-hander, Ryan Ward. Maybe took his second pitch over the wall in left center field in the first inning. Looks at this one, low and outside, ball one. 
Mabry came into the game with uh, five home runs. He now has six. Fastball low, ball two. That came in at 92. Two balls, no strikes to JT. Swings at the pitch and bounces it foul down the left side. Two balls and a strike. Mabry out of Chesterfield, Missouri. One of our seniors, along with Coker, D.J. Wright, Jeremiah Boyd, Gino Evros. Swing and a miss. The count will go to two and two on Mabry. Mabry, Coker, and Boyd here in the third. Right-hander comes set, and the pitch high, ball three. Three and two. That is the first three-ball count that Ward has had on a Blue Raider hitter. Full count, three and two to Mabry. Took it high, ball four. Mabry with a leadoff walk in the third. First walk allowed by Ward, and with nobody out, the batter is Brett Coker. Popped out to the shortstop in the first inning. Gentle breeze blowing out toward right field, left to right. Pitch to the plate. Coker looks at a fastball low for ball one. Brett was the Raiders' leading hitter against San Antonio in the series earlier this season with seven for 12. All were singles. He drove in a pair of runs. Throw to first, Mabry back. Coker, 346 on the regular season. Hit better than that in conference games. Low into that turf, and it's 2-0 to Coker. Low ball three. Three balls, no strikes. And the pitch to the plate taken for a strike, three and one. Mabry at first base with that leadoff walk. Coker, a first-team all-conference player for the Raiders. Swung on, grounded foul past third, and the count will go to three and two. For the second straight hitter now, Ward has run the count out three and two. Coker along with Jaden Ham with the two Blue Raiders named to the first uh, all-conference team. That was announced yesterday. 3-2, the runner goes, and a foul straight back to the screen, and the count holds. Mabry was off with the pitch. 
So he'll return to first base, and the count remains three and two on Brett Coker. Ward comes set. And not going this time, and ball four is low. So back-to-back -back walks here in the third inning. The Raiders have two men on with nobody out. And Jeremiah Boyd will be the hitter. First two walks in the game for Ward. Coming in and to the game in 23 innings, he had walked 16. Boyd grounded to short in the first inning. Time call, we're gonna have a visit to the mound. This is the pitching coach. I think that's Zach Butler. Pat Hallmark is the head coach in his fourth year. His staff includes Ryan Aguayo, Butler, and Alan Sailors. Raiders coach uh, Jerry Myers in his first year also serves as the pitching coach. And his staff, including Kevin Nichols, who's down there at third base coaching, Jason Steen, and at first base, Mark Deluja. So first and second with no outs. Some teams like to uh, bunt in this situation, regardless of who's batting. I don't know if uh, they would do that with Jeremiah, although he's a uh, power threat. Seven doubles, 12 homers, leads the Raiders in home runs with 12. And in RBIs with 45, but you never know. So two walks, both on three two counts to start the third inning. Boyd not bunting, takes a strike, nothing in one. And they were not uh, playing him to bunt. Outfield, um, the infield was back in their normal position. They'll be playing for a double play, of course, with nobody out. One strike to count to Boyd. Outside in the turf, and that's a good save by Colleen who had to jump over into the left-hand hitter's batter's box to stop that one. One and one. Ford comes set, the one-one pitch, down into the turf, ball two. Two balls and a strike to Jeremiah Boyd. Left fielder playing him very deep. Just a few steps shy of the warning track in left field. Ward ready to pitch and the 2-1. Coming to Boyd who takes it high for ball three. So three balls on a strike. In the first two innings, Ward did not even have a three ball count on any hitter. First two hitters in the third, he walked on three two counts. Now it's three and one to Boyd. And takes ball four just a little high. That's gonna load the bases with nobody out for DJ Wright. 
So Mabry to third, Coker to second, Boyd to first. I think we're going to have a pitching change. The head coach, Pat Hallmark, is coming to the mound. And we have a new pitcher coming in the game. We'll take a break here. Tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. So the Roadrunners have made a pitching change here in the top of the third inning, and they're bringing in their right-hander, Luke Malone. And uh, in fact, we expected Malone to start this game. Nothing was announced uh, about their starter until we got to the ballpark, but uh, Malone, 6'1", 200-pound senior from Round Rock, transfer from Texas A&M. And he has been one of their stellar starting pitchers all season, making his 16th appearance. He has started 13 of 15 until uh, coming in in relief here. Record of six and four with a 5.19, 85 innings pitched. He's given up 99 hits, 49 earned runs. He's walked 20, struck out 75, allowed nine home runs, and opponents hitting 284 against Malone. And the first batter he will face will be DJ Wright. So DJ will stand in there with the bases loaded and no outs and takes a whack at the first pitch, fouls it out of place, strike one. DJ with a five-game hitting streak coming in to this contest. I know Malone started one game for them in that previous series. We'll find that information for you. There's another foul, and it's 0-2. Malone started against the Raiders on the 14th. I think that was the first game of the series. Pitched five innings, gave up two runs, both earned on seven hits. Walked one and struck out six. They won that game 13 to five. Two strikes the count to DJ. Lowland bounced up there. Four ball one, one and two. DJ struck out in the first inning. Has an opportunity to do some damage here. 
Mabry at third, Coker at second, Boyd at first, all with walks. And swung on a ground ball to third. Valdez goes to second out there. Throw to first is late. A run is in. And it's two to nothing. Mabry scores from third. Coker advances to third. Boyd is forced at second. Valdez to Barry for the first out. And DJ Wright is at first on the fielder's choice and gets an RBI. So it's two to nothing Raiders. Here's Rudder, first and third. There's a little tap foul. Third base coach Kevin Nichols will field that one. Toss it out of play, one strike to Rudder. Breaks bounced out to the first baseman, leading off the second inning. So a run is in, first and third, one out. Malone with the pitch, missed outside, one and one. Two runs, three hits for the Raiders, no runs, one hit for the Roadrunners. We're in the top half of number three. Pitch swung on, bounced foul, past third. Count goes to one and two on Briggs Rudder. Three eleven hitter on the season. Coker at third, right, the runner at first. And the pitch. Swung on, hit into right center field. That one is going to be caught. Tagging at third, Coker. He's going to come in to score. That is a sacrifice fly for Briggs Rudder. Right fielder Porter over into right center in front of the big scoreboard in right center to make the catch. Coker scored easily. number 16, Jackson. So give Rudder an RBI, and it's three to nothing. And both those runs are charged to the starter, Ryan Ward. So two outs. D.J. Wright remains at first base, and the batter is Jackson Galloway. Galloway swings, hits it to third. Valdez bobbles it, picks it up, throws to first, and got him. Valdez did not pick that one up cleanly, but was able to pick it up in time to get Galloway at first. That is all in the third, but the Raiders come up with two runs. There were no hits. Three walks in the inning. One man left, and we will go to the bottom of the third. It's Middle Tennessee three, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Go to the bottom of the third inning. Raiders leading three to nothing. And the Roadrunners will have the top of the batting order up against uh, Eric Swan for the second go uh, go around with this potent batting order. Leighton Barry, the leadoff man, bounced out to the mound. And, well, actually, he didn't bounce out. He almost knocked Swan's head off with a line drive. But Eric recovered to pick it up and uh, throw him out at first in the first inning. Barry, a left-handed batter, hits one to left field. Galloway sliding over to his left. That will make the grab in left center field for out number one. So Barry, after the first pitch, Goes the other way and flies out to Galloway and left. One out in the third inning. Here is Taylor Smith. He was called out on strikes in the first inning. J.P. Heath, the voice of the Rice Owls, just popped into the broadcast booth. He's in line to do the next game. One of our good friends, in Conference USA, who uh, will be leaving. Rice will play Dallas Baptist at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Smith swings and misses strike two. Rice the number eight seed against the number one seed, Dallas Baptist, 4 o'clock this afternoon. Two strikes the count to Taylor Smith. Off-speed pitch, just missed. Swan thought he had that one, but it was a bit high. One and two, the count. He caught Smith looking on a similar pitch in the first inning. Right-hander delivers a swing and a miss. Struck him out with an inside pitch that was out of the zone. So two away. Here in the third, that is the third strikeout for Swan. And the batter is Antonio Valdez, third baseman. Drew a walk on a 3-2 count in the first inning. Switch hitter batting left-handed. Leading hitter for the Roadrunners at 391 on the season. First team all-conference selection. Fouls the first pitch off. Caroms off the front of the Blue Raider dugout. One strike to count. Valdez, a fifth-year senior. And the pitch goes inside. Got past Rudder back to the backstop. One and one to count to Valdez. Started his career at Incarnate Word, which is... uh, Against San Antonio, I believe. Hit 302 as a freshman. Went to junior college in 2020 and then 
in 21. Strike is called. Came in here and hit uh, 281. Actually, that was at Baylor, so he's been a lot of places in his brief career. 1-2 pitch, swung on, hit to left field. Galloway is over, under it, makes the grab. Four out, number three. So a quick 1-2-3 inning for Eric Swan and the Raiders. Three up and three down in the third. Totals for this game after three innings. Middle Tennessee, three runs, three hits, one error. And UTSA, no runs, one hit, no errors. Three to nothing. Raiders lead it as we go to the fourth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. And we go to the fourth inning with the Raiders leading 3-0. We'll have the bottom third of the order against the second roadrunner pitcher, Luke Malone, Jennings, Snyder, and Vinson here in the fourth. Gabe with a double in the second inning. Hit sharply just past the third baseman, Valdez. Strike call, nothing and one to Jennings. Snyder followed that with an infield hit, but uh, they were, the runners were left stranded. All of that was with two outs. Strike call to Jennings, and it's nothing and two. Raiders with a leadoff home run from J.T. Mabry in the first inning. Added two in the third with no hits. Benefited from three walks in that inning. Next pitch was outside. It's one and two. And coming back, Malone misses again outside. Two and two. Here's the 2-2 to Gabe, and he hits it to the left side. Shortstop King backhands it. The long throw to first in time to retire Jennings for out number one. One down in the fourth. The batter is Eston Snyder. Not going to be able to get Coach Myers on after the game. He has 
obligations in the media room immediately after the game. So that uh, part of our broadcast will not be available today because of uh, tournament stipulations. Pitch to Snyder high for a ball. Hits this next pitch to left field. Going to be caught out there by Hill for out number two. Two down, and Luke Benson, the batter. UTSA with a lot of fans here, there, and closer proximity to Houston than uh, we are, of course. We've got some Blue Raider fans over there sitting back in the shade under the grandstand. First pitch to Luke Benson, a strike, nothing in one. Pitch comes outside for ball one, one and one to Luke. Bounced out to the pitcher in the second inning. So I got a fly ball into center field. Serdashny drifts back a few steps, settles under it, makes the catch for out number three. So three up, three down in the fourth. Nothing across for the Raiders. We will go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Middle Tennessee three, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! You are listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Conference USA Tournament hosted by Rush University. We're in Houston, Texas. Raiders are staying at the courtyard by Marriott and the Houston Medical Center. Fairly short drive to the campus. Matt King, the shortstop, will lead it off, had an infield hit in the first inning. Right-handed batter comes in hitting 310. Checked swing and a strike called. Eric Swan. That was a slider at 85. Swan also pitches out of the set position as a lot of starters do now. Pitches inside one and one to King. Matt King only a sophomore. He's from Kingwood, Texas. The pitch way outside, ball two. Two balls and a strike to King leading off the fourth. 
Raiders on top, three to nothing. And the pitch. That one nipped him. Got him on the backside of that uniform, uh, which bears number one. So King will take his position to first base, hit by a pitch. Leadoff man on here in the fourth. Here's Caleb Hill, a strikeout victim in the first inning. Hill, a left-handed batter. Swan's pitch, fast and inside at 99, ball one. Eighty-three degrees at game time here. Showed bunt, took the pitch high for ball two, two and zero. Oh. This is a team that does not bunt a lot. With a team batting average of over three hundred, you would expect to. Them not to be a strong money team. There's a foul out of play, and it goes to two and one on Hill. The pitch, swing and a miss. And the count is two and two. He'll struck out to end the first inning against Eric Swan. King leads from first, the pitch. Ground ball to short, out at second. Mabry's throw to first, not in time. It got past DJ Wright and the runner might have turned the wrong way. As Rudder backing up to play, alertly picked the ball up and tossed it to DJ, put the tag on King, who was sliding back into the base. And apparently in time. So that will go as a fielder's choice. I think I said King, it was Hill, the batter, who was sliding back into the base. Hill lives on the fielder's choice. King retired on a 6-4 put out at second base. So one out, a runner at first, and the batter is Shane Serdashny, the center fielder, safe on an error in the second inning. Pitches outside, ball one, good backhand stop by Briggs Rudder. One ball, no strikes. Check swing and ball two. Two and oh to Serdashny from the Woodlands, Texas. That's just north of here. Serdashny fouls this one off to the right and out of play and it's two and one. Been in only three games since the Middle Tennessee series. But he has a 365 average this season with 37 starts. Two balls and a strike. 
Pitch is swung on and fouled back to the screen, two and two. One out, runner at first. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. Raiders leading three to nothing. Home plate umpire ran all the way back to the backstop to retrieve that foul ball. A player came out of the UTSA dugout to go back and get it, and the umpire said, I got it, I got it. 2-2 the count. Raider infield again looking for a ground ball. The pitch. High for ball three. Full count to Serdashny. Runner goes, swing and a miss, throw to second, late. So a stolen base for Hill as Serdashny goes down on strikes. That is out number two. First baseman number 16, Hill with his 11th stolen base of the season, down at second. Strikeout number four for Eric Swan, and with two outs, the batter is Garrett Poston. The roadrunner first baseman drew a walk in the second inning. Left-handed hitter. First pitch misses outside for ball one to Poston. Out of League City, Texas. Had a good postseason tournament, was named to the all-tournament team last year in the conference USA. Postseason, pitch is high. Two balls, no strikes to Poston. Eric Swan on the mound with a runner at second. Strike called, and it's two and one. Outfield just about straight away for this left-handed hitter. The pitch sails outside, ball three, three and one. Two outs, runner at second. Raiders leading three nothing. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. Swan comes set and delivers, fouled out of play. Left side, back behind the Roadrunner bullpen, which is down the left field line. And the count goes full, three and two. Here's the pitch, a swing and a miss, struck him out. Posting down on strikes and that's all for the Roadrunners in the fourth. Back-to-back strikeouts to end the inning. No runs, no hits, and one man left. We have played four complete innings. Middle Tennessee three, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Went through the fourth inning without the Raiders getting a hit, so no Wendy's cheeseburger to wet your taste buds in this game. We'll try again tomorrow. Fourth inning of every Blue Raider game, of course, is the Wendy's inning. If the Raiders get a hit, you've got to opportunity to get yourself a free Dave single cheeseburger. So we'll try that again tomorrow. Leading off the fifth inning for the Raiders, JT Mabry as the Raiders start the third go around in their batting order. Mabry with a solo home run, let off the game in the first inning, hit the second pitch of the game out of the park. There's a strike call, nothing in one to Mabry. He drew a walk and scored in the third, so he has scored two of the Raiders' three runs. One strike to count. Swung on, popped up into shallow right field. Right fielder Porter coming on under it and has it for out number one. One down in the fifth. Luke Malone came into the game to relieve the starter, Ryan Ward, with the bases loaded and no outs in the third inning. Got a ground ball from D.J. Wright, which drove in a run. A fly ball from Briggs Rudder drove in a second run and got out of the inning. There's a ball hit sharply up the middle and a base hit for Coker. Jumped on the first pitch. And the Raiders have their fourth hit of the game. Coker singles up the middle. That's the first hit that Malone has given up. So Brett at first base, one out. And Jeremiah Boyd, the batter, he is grounded out and walked. Coker at first, always a threat to steal. Here's Malone's pitch inside to Jeremiah, ball one. D.J. Wright swinging a bat in the on-deck circle. Coker leads from first. Throw over there, and he is back. Number six seed Louisiana Tech won the opening game of the tournament, beating the three seed Charlotte 13-8. Another throw over, and Coker back again. This has been more of a defensive battle 
with the Raiders leading three to nothing. Here in the fifth inning, one out, runner at first. Strike call to Boyd, one and one. Jeremiah did not have a good series with the bat in San Antonio. He was only one out of 12 in that series. The pitch, outside ball two, two and one. UTSA, in fact, has won five straight games against the Blue Raiders and lead the overall series 21 to eight. Pitch swung on, grounded to third, Valdez to second, out there, over to first, out. And that is a 5-4-3 double play started by Valdez. We'll end the inning, no runs, one hit, and nobody left. We're halfway home in this game. Middle Tennessee three, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We move to the bottom of the fifth inning. Raiders leading 3-0. It will be the 8, 9, and 1 batters to face Eric Swan. Four innings today for Swan. He's given up no runs, one hit. That was a first inning single infield hit by King. He's walked two and struck out five in the series in San Antonio. In game three, Eric went three innings, allowed five runs on six hits, four walks, and had a four-run first inning in that game. So he has reversed the tables here against the Roadrunners. Here's Colleen. Right-hand hitting catcher takes a strike, nothing and one. Colleen grounded into a 4-6-3 double play in the second inning. Swan with the pitch. Almost the same spot, but called a ball, one and one. with a very open stance and the 1-1 pitch taken high for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Three runs, four hits for the Raiders. No runs, one hit for the Roadrunners. 
Two and one to Colleen, outside ball three. Started him off with a strike, since then three out of the strike zone. Three balls, one strike. Right-hander comes set, and Colleen asks for time, steps out of the box. Three and one. Strike on the outside corner. Full count now, three and two. A swing and a miss struck him out on a 3-2 fastball at 99 miles an hour. That is three strikeouts in a row for Swan and six in the game. And the batter is Dalton Porter, the right fielder. He grounded out in the second inning. One out here in the fifth. Swan's pitch, swung on, fouled out of play. Nothing in one. Back on the grandstand roof. The pitch. That's right in there at 91 miles an hour. Took a little bit off. Got it over for strike two. 0-2 the count. Swing and a foul out of play. The count holds. Most of the fans here are seated under the grandstand roof. Not out to get any sunshine today. We have an ozone warning for the Houston area and most of this area in Texas. Swung on, ground ball to second. Scooped by Mabry, the throw to first in time. That's out number two. Two up, two down in the fifth inning. Top of the batting order now. Leighton Barry will stand in. Left-handed batter is 0 for 2. Temperature's gone up to 85 as Barry hits one in the air to left field down the line in the corner. Out of my view, and apparently a foul ball not caught. Cannot see down there. One strike to count to Barry. Strike two, outside corner. The Texas Commission on Environmental Quality issued an ozone action day for Houston, Galveston for today. So we're supposed to be careful. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. Rudder's going to have to throw him out, which he does. And that is all in the fifth. A couple of strikeouts in the inning for Swan, who now has seven. 
No runs, no hits. Nobody left. We have completed five full innings. Middle Tennessee three, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey, gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We we'll go to the sixth inning. Raiders leading three to nothing. We'll have DJ Wright to lead it off. Wright, Rudder, and Galloway against right hander Luke Malone. Malone has pitched well since coming in with the bases loaded and no outs in the third. Raiders did push across a couple of runs, but he got out of the inning with no significant damage. First pitch was a ball, and a strike now called to right, one and one. DJ drove in one of those runs with a fielder's choice ground ball in the third. In fact, he was the first batter to face Malone. There's the strike. Working him outside and has a count of one and two. Right-hander winds and fires and a swing and a foul. Over by the Blue Raider on deck circle, which is imaginary. Picked up by Briggs Rudder, the on deck hitter. One and two. Has a swing and a ground ball through a base hit to left field. Well, Malone got it a little bit too close to home plate on that pitch, and Wright was able to handle it, hit it between third and short into left field, and a leadoff single. Rutgers with a leadoff man on here in the sixth. That is hit number five, and the second off Malone. Here's Rudder. Swung on, fly ball to right field. That one's hit deep. That could be trouble down in the corner. It's going to be caught by Hill. And Wright is going to tag and move to second. I said Hill. It was Porter, the right fielder, up against the last painted sign down the right field line. That one if not out of the ballpark, would have been off the top of the fence had he not caught it. Some good base running by D.J. Wright to advance to second after the catch. So that is out number one here in the sixth inning. And now the umpires are all 
meeting in the middle of the infield. And apparently, San Antonio has challenged the call of whether DJ tagged up or they perhaps left too soon, I don't know. So they're going back to their, wherever they look at uh, replays and so we are in a replay review delay right now. It'll give me a chance to go over the rest of the schedule for you. At uh, 4 o'clock this afternoon, number one seed Dallas Baptist will take on Rice, the number eight seed. And at 7.30, the number four seed, Western Kentucky, will play Florida Atlantic. Understand Western has been here all week. They finished up their series in Dallas with Dallas Baptist over the weekend. And then instead of going back to Bowling Green and coming back to Houston, they uh, went from Dallas to Houston. So they've been here all week. It'll be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, playing on Wednesday. They bust uh, over. That would have been a long bus ride back and a long bus ride to return. So don't blame them for that. The Raiders flew down on Monday morning and as we mentioned, quartered at the Marriott Courtyard in the medical center area here. So we're waiting for the review. Coaches get two challenges. If they are correct on their initial challenge, they get it back. If not, they will lose it. And this challenge made by UTSA coach Pat Hallmark. I understand that next year, I think I mentioned this earlier in the broadcast, that uh, all of the conference teams will be required to have replay available for coaches to use if they wish to challenge a call. We did not have that at uh, Reese Smith Field this year. So he did uh, successfully tag up. UTSA will lose a challenge. DJ Wright is at second base with one out. Advancing after the ball caught by the right fielder up against the wall. Here's Galloway. Runner in scoring position with one out. Jackson swings at the first pitch, hits it to third. Valdez looks the runner back. Out at first, the throw back to third is in time for the out. DJ tried to advance, slid head first into third. I think the Raiders are going to challenge this call. The Raiders are going to challenge that call. So we've got back-to-back -back challenge reviews. Galloway hit a sharp ground ball to third base to Valdez. 
He glanced at second and then threw across to first base. And when he threw, DJ Wright broke for third, went in there head first. The call on the field was out. So now we'll await the review on this play. So DJ is drawing reviews like a magnet. They challenged his tag at first base to advance to second after the catch in right field, and now they are challenging his head first slide at third base to try and advance to third after a ground out. Third base coach Kevin Nichols signals the dugout immediately after the play to challenge it. So we'll await the result of that. And in the meantime, I've got some baseball history somewhere to pass along. <clears throat> 1935 on this date, May 24, the era of nighttime baseball began. 25,000 fans watched the Cincinnati Reds beat the Phillies 2-1 in the first major league game ever played under the lights, 1935. In fact, President Franklin Roosevelt at the White House pushed a gold telegraph key during a pregame ceremony sending an electric signal to a table near first base where the uh, McPhail, the owner of the Reds, threw a switch which lit the field and it was play ball. Nighttime baseball began in 1935. How about that? They're still down there looking at that call at third, which was a very close call. The Raiders challenged the out call at third base. 1940, the New York Giants in the first night game played at the Polo Grounds in New York, beat the Braves eight to one. They had just installed a new $125,000 lighting system and they drew 22,000 fans that night in their first night game in New York at the Polo Grounds. So starting in 1935, it took them five years to get that uh, get those lights up in New York at the Polo Grounds, where the Giants played until they moved to San Francisco. Well, we're still uh, waiting for the challenge. This game had been moving right along, and now we have back-to-back -back challenges here in the top of the sixth inning. Raiders are leading by a score of three to nothing. The call is upheld. Out is the call at third, so that will be a 5-3-5 double play, if you can believe that. And that will be all in the sixth inning. No runs, one hit. Nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Middle Tennessee three, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. The Raiders leading three to nothing. Taylor Smith will lead it off for the Roadrunners. Smith, Valdez, and King, the two, three, four hitters in their batting order. Smith has struck out twice against Eric Swan, and the first pitch is in there for a strike call. Smith is the current. Conference USA Player of the Week at six home runs in four games in the final week of the season, pushing his total to 17 on the year. Swinging a foul out of play, and it's 0-2. Smith is a senior from Georgetown, Texas. Has been at Incarnate Word, Grayson College, a junior college, Texas A&M, before coming here. Pitch high, one and two. Has that back foot almost out of the batter's box. Maybe on the line. Yeah, it's on the line. About as far as he can get in the batter's box. Strike three called. And Smith is down on strikes for the third time. And for Eric Swan, that is strikeout number eight. With one out, the batter is Antonio Valdez. Switch hitter bats left-handed against Swan. Walked in the first inning, flied out to Galloway in left field in the third. He is their best hitter, 391 on the season. Swan's pitch to him, a swing and a miss, strike one. Maybe a couple of steps back on the outfield turf for this left-hand hitter. The pitch inside, ball one, one and one. Swan gave up an infield hit to King in the first inning and nothing since. The pitch, that's right in there at the letters for strike two, one and two. Swan has retired six in a row and four of them, no, five of them by strikeouts. Five of the last six. Swing and a miss. Make it six of the last seven. Valdez down on strikes for out number two. 
Strikeout number nine for Swan. And with two outs, the batter is Matt King, who has the only hit for the Roadrunners today, an infield single in the first inning. He was hit by a pitch in the fourth. Swan delivers outside for ball one. King with a six game hitting streak coming in now has extended it to seven and hits a deep fly ball to left center. I don't think the park's gonna hold. And that is a home run for King, his sixth of the season. And will make it a three to one ball game. King caught a pitch from Swan and drove it over the wall in deep left center field. And it's now three to one. It's only the second hit, both hits by King and the first run off Eric Swan. Here's Caleb Hill, takes the pitch outside, ball one. There are two outs in the sixth inning. Swan with the pitch. Shot to left field, a base hit. Left-handed hitter took it the other way and a sharp single to left. So after Swan had fanned six of the last of the previous seven batters, King connects with a home run and Hill follows with a single to left. And the Raiders get the bullpen going. Here's Serdashny. He has reached on an error and struck out. Swan's pitch is swung on a miss, strike one. Hill, the runner at first base. Two outs in the sixth inning. Raiders leading three to one. Ground ball, left side, cut off by Jennings. Throw to first in time, and the inning is over. Good play by D.J. Wright to hold the bag on a wide throw. That is all in the sixth. One run, two hits, and one man left. We have completed six full innings. Middle Tennessee, three runs, five hits, one error. UTSA, one run, three hits, no errors. Raiders lead three to one as we go to the seventh inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son 
overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the seventh inning. And the Raiders leading 3-1. to one. We'll have the bottom third of the order. Jennings, Snyder, and Benson to face right-hander Luke Malone. Malone has been very good since coming in with the bases loaded and no outs in the third. He worked out of that inning, although the Raiders did score a couple, but didn't give up any hits. He's given up uh, no runs on two hits in four innings. And the first pitch to Jennings, low and outside for ball one. Gabe has doubled and grinded out. One for two. That one is in the turf, bounces away, and it's two and oh. Mabry's leadoff home run in the first inning, got the Raiders going, and they added two in the third. There's a strike call, two and one to Jennings. UTSA has just scored on a solo home run by Matt King, their shortstop. Make it a three to one game. Swung on and a fly ball hit into right center. That's playable. Center fielder Serdashny over will make the catch for out number one. One out in the seventh. And Eston Snyder will stand in. He has picked up an infield hit in the second inning. Flied out in the fourth, one for two. After the first pitch, grounds it foul. Third base coach Kevin Nichols picks it up, tosses it out of play. One strike to count. Pitch misses outside, one and one. Luke Benson waiting to hit next. I think Swan's day is over. There's a ball line past the diving shortstop into center field. And Snyder has his second hit of the day. Sharp single. Third hit off Malone. I saw Swan go down to the bullpen after the inning was over. Everybody in the bullpen was up congratulating him. So I think his day is over, and I did see James Sells down there. Raiders do have a pitcher throwing slowly in, or softly in the bullpen. Maybe slowly, too. Runner goes, swing and a miss. Throw to second base, not in time. Snyder steals it. Pitch was a low pitch. Benson may have swung to protect the runner, and Snyder went in head first with his 15th stolen base of the season. He's at second base with one out. Strike one count to Luke Benson. Little tap down the first base side, gonna roll foul. Count will go to 0-2 on Luke. Who 
Whoever's going to come in must already be fully warmed up because there's nobody throwing right now. Two strikes the count. Malone checks the runner at second. Delivers outside. Ball one, one and two. Mabry waiting to hit next. Right-hander comes set, and the pitch. Swung on and missed, the ball into the turf. Throw will be to first in time, and Snyder will advance to third. So that will be a wild pitch. Vincent struck out on a pitch into the turf. Catcher had to throw him out at first, and that allowed Snyder to advance to third. So he's at third with two outs. And that is the first strikeout for Malone since coming in in the third inning. Here's J.T. Mabry. Swings and misses on pitch number one to him. One strike to count. That pitch was also down into the turf. Malone's pitch to Mabry, swung on and fouled. Count is 0-2. Solo home run in the first, walked and scored in the third, flied out in the fifth. Mabry up for the fourth time. Looking for his second hit. Malone's pitch. Low and again down into the turf, blocked by Colleen. Count goes to one and two. Justin Snyder, the runner at third. Pitch to Mabry. Swung on, grounded left side. Valdez picks it up. Across, in time, nice play. Mabry. Grounds out, third to first, no runs. One hit, one left. Seventh inning stretch time here. It is Middle Tennessee three, UTSA one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders.
This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Bottom of the seventh inning. We'll check our new pitcher. I believe it's going to be Sota. It is. So the Raiders make a pitching change as Kota Sato will come in in relief of Eric Swan. Sato, a right-hander, will be making his 18th appearance. He has started three. One and two record and earned an average of 6.05. First pitch to Garrett Poston is a call strike. Give you the numbers on Swan here in just a second. Saito's pitch swung on, hit to center field. Coming hard as Vincent dives and makes the catch for out number one. Poston's shallow fly ball, a bid for a hit, taken away by Luke Benson for the first out here in the seventh inning. The batter is Josh Killeen, the catcher. Swan went six innings, allowed one run, three hits, walked two, and struck out nine. Had one hit batsman. Sato's pitch, a strike call to Killeen. Right-hander Kota Sato out of Japan. He is a sophomore. Just missed. Pitch a bit low, one and one. Sato out of junior college in California, Edmonds Community College. The one-one pitch, Colleen swings and fouls it away. One ball, two strikes. Killeen hit into a double play in the second inning, struck out against Swan in the fifth. Eric Swan's best outing, I think, of his career. And this is his third year as a Blue Raider. The pitch missed outside, two and two. Only two walks today, one in the first inning, one in the second, and he did have a hit batsman in the fourth. Swung on, grounded to short. Coker up with a long throw across in time to retire the catcher, Colleen, who grounds out short to first. Two up, two down in the seventh. 
batter is Dalton Porter, the right fielder. Porter grounded to Mabry in the second inning, again in the fifth. He's 0 for 2, left-handed hitter. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning. Raiders on top, 3 to 1. Sato's pitch grounded to D.J. Wright at first. He will take the out himself, and that is all in the seventh inning. Three up and three down. Sato comes in, sets him down in order. Nothing across. Seven innings in the books. Middle Tennessee three, UTSA one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the eighth inning. Brett Coker will lead it off for the Raiders. Coker, Boyd, and DJ Wright against the right-hander Luke Malone, who has gone five innings, allowed no runs on three hits, has not walked anybody, and has struck out one. Like I mentioned earlier that we sort of expected Malone to be the starter for uh, UTSA, but we found out uh, actually at the hotel this morning before we left to come over that that was not the case, that they were going to start Ryan Ward, who had made five starts during the season. He lasted until the third. He walked the bases loaded, and that's when they lifted him for Malone. Here's Coker, takes the first pitch, low for ball one. Coker's popped out. He walked and scored in the third and singled in the fifth. Swing and a miss, one and one. Sato came in with a one, two, three, seventh inning in relief of Swan. And we assume he'll be back out for the eighth. There's a swinging strike, one and two to Coker. Right-hander winds and fires, and a ball hit deep to center field. Serdashny back, 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 and it's over his head, off the wall. Coker's headed for second and will put on the brakes there. That ball hit the base of the wall and rolled back into center field. Coker, I think, had uh, an idea about going for third, but good backup out there by the right fielder, Porter. So that is a leadoff double for Coker here in the eighth inning, and the Raiders would love to tack something on here. (laughs) 
Batters Jeremiah Boyd. Boyd has a word with his third base coach, Kevin Nichols, before standing in. Kevin also the hitting instructor for the Raiders. That is the fourth hit off Malone, by the way, and the first extra base hit he's given up. Boyd is grounded out, walked, and then in the fifth, hit into a 5-4-3 double play. Coker leads at second. Pitch is a strike call, nothing in one. Raiders trying to break a string of five straight losses to the Roadrunners. The pitch checked swing. They check at first base. Ruling is he did not swing, so it's one and one. DJ Wright waiting to hit next. Coker leads at second. Malone's pitch spiled out of play to the right. One and two. The lower seed won the opening game today and the Raiders are trying to follow that trend. Leading the number two seed UTSA here in the eighth inning. One and two to Boyd. Low into the turf blocked by Killeen. Two and two. Jeremiah Boyd waiting. Coker edges off second to pitch. Struck him out swinging. Pulled a string. Off-speed pitch. And Jeremiah down on strikes for out number one. Second strikeout for Malone. And the batter is D.J. Wright. Struck out in the first. Hit into a fielder's choice. That drove in a run in the third. And then... Leading off the sixth inning, got a base hit. The pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. DJ was the subject of two challenges in the sixth inning. One went his way, and the second one did not. Pitch is low, one and one. Oh, the Raiders would love to get that run in from second base. The pitch swung on, hit deep to left center. That ball is tagged. And that ball is gone. That is a home run for D.J. Wright. And the Raiders, when he crosses home plate, will lead it 5-1. to one. Coker scores. D.J. comes in to score. And it's a 5-1 to one game. And for D.J., his seventh of the season. 
Well, I guess we should uh, have him on before the game, every game. He was our pregame guest, uh, I guess on our pregame show today. Swing and a miss, Briggs Rudder after the first pitch. Two run homer for DJ Wright. Rudder hits it to short, King scoops, throws to first in time. That is out number two here in the eighth inning. I guess DJ was uh, right when we talked about winning this game today so we wouldn't have to get up and early and play at 9 o'clock in the morning. I think he uh, took me seriously there. Pitches inside to Galloway, ball one. The losers of this game would play at 9 o'clock in the morning against Charlotte. There's a ball hit deep to left field. Left fielder back on the warning track and makes the catch. Galloway almost followed suit with a home run, but caught by Hill just in front of the fence in left field. That is all in the eighth inning. But the Raiders add on two, two runs, two hits, and nobody left. We will go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Middle Tennessee 5, UTSA 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. And we take this game to the bottom of the eighth inning. Top of the batting order coming up for UTSA to face Kota Sato. Came in for Swan in the top of the seventh inning and set him down in order. Barry the leadoff man, 0 for 3. A left-handed hitter. Has lined out, flied out, struck out. Takes the first pitch, high for ball one. Barry, Smith, Valdez here in the eighth. There is a strike called and it's one and one to Leighton Barry, senior second baseman. He's a local youngster from Houston, Texas, playing in his hometown. Swung on, fly ball right field. That one's well hit. Snyder back, and right in front of that big giant scoreboard makes the catch. Four out number one. One down in the eighth. 
the batters, Taylor, Taylor Smith. Taylor Smith. If anybody was glad to see Swan leave, it was Smith. Swan struck him out three times, twice on call third strikes. Now he's facing Sato. And the pitch to the plate, swung on, grounded, foul, past third. One strike. One out here in the eighth inning. Raiders leading five to one. Sato's pitch high and away for ball one. One and one. And the pitch. Swung on, hit foul down the third base side. Count will move to one and two on Taylor Smith. Right-handed batter, player of the week in Conference USA. For the final week of the season, swings and misses, and he has struck out for the fourth time. Sato gets his first strikeout. And two down in the eighth inning. Third baseman number three, Antonio Valdez. Sato's last appearance in Charlotte. In fact, he went four and a third in the uh, final game of the Charlotte series. And pitched very well, allowed only one hit in four and a third innings. Struck out four. Swung on and a little nubber down the first base side, gonna roll foul. One strike to Valdez. Well, you like to see this guy batting with the bases empty because he is one tough customer. Walked in the first, flied out in the third. Swan struck him out in the sixth inning. One strike to count. Switch hitter batting left-handed against Kota Sato. Pitches outside, one and one. Sato pitched in two of the three games in Charlotte, a total of five and two-thirds innings. Strike at the knees, and it's one and two. That one came in at 88 miles an hour. Two outs, bases empty. Sato's pitch swung on, a little tap. Mabry charges, barehands it, throws to first, late. And that is an infield hit for Valdez. Mabry's only chance to get him was to barehand it and try to get a quick throw over, which he did, but Valdez beat it out. That is the fourth hit for the Roadrunners today. Shortstop, number one, Matt King. With two outs, here's King. Provided their only run with a solo home run in the sixth inning. So Sato allowed 
uh, a hit after retiring five in a row. And now time called as Rudder wants to come out and have a word with his pitcher. Puts his hand on Sato's shoulder and it's kind of like a father and son talk. Plate umpire will go break it up. King waiting patiently at the plate. Rudder may have been reminding him, uh, don't throw him what Swan threw him in the sixth inning. So Valdez, the runner at first, two outs. Matt King with an infield hit, a home run, and has been hit by pitch, so he's a perfect two for two at the plate today. Sato's pitch misses inside, ball one. Right-hander comes set. And the pitch went around. Had him fooled on that pitch, which came in at 79. And it's one ball, one strike. The 1-1 pitch, ground ball to third. Jennings charges, and that's going to be a foul ball. Hit it, hit off his foot. Didn't sound exactly right when it left, and uh, plate umpire quickly went out, said foul ball. So it's one and two to King. Coach Myers out of the dugout. I think he might be questioning that. Two have a pleasant conversation, and Jerry heads back to the dugout. I think he's satisfied with the umpire's explanation. One and two, the count. Valdez leads it first. Sato's pitch. Strike three call inside corner, and the inning is over. That is all in the eighth. For the Roadrunners, no runs, a hit, and one left. We have completed eight full innings here in Houston. It's Middle Tennessee 5, UTSA 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the ninth inning. The Raiders leading 5-1. to one. Bottom third of the order, Jennings, Snyder, and Benson. Against the right-hander, Luke Malone. Came in in relief in the third inning and has been in there ever since. And had not uh, been scored on until D.J. Wright hit that home run. There's a ball shot off the glove of Valdez. King picks it up, throws late to first. And that is going to be an infield hit for Gabe Jennings. That will be his second hit of the day. That was a hard shot off Valdez's glove. It's hit number six off Malone. And the batter is Snyder. Shows bunt. Lays it down, and it's a foul ball. Rolled it down the first base side. One strike to count. Destin has two singles and three trips. Trying to move that runner in scoring position. Raiders with a 5-1 lead and batting in the top of the ninth inning. Bunts, and again, it's going to be a foul ball. 0-2 to Snyder. Jennings with a leadoff single at first base. Malone, the right-hander, comes set. And again, he was around the bunt, took it high for ball one. One and two. Snyder steps out, checks his third base coach. Coach Nichols flashing a bunch of signs down there. One and two. Not bunting here and hits one to center field deep. Sardashny back, warning track, and reaches up and makes the catch. So after trying to bunt on the first two pitches, they took the bunt off, and Snyder almost hit it out of the ballpark. Sardashny caught it on the warning track in deep center field. That is out number one. And the batter is Luke Benson. Third baseman Valdez playing in on, way in on the grass against Vincent. Luke not showing bunt, takes the pitch outside, ball one. Vincent may be the best bunter on the team. I think that's generally accepted. Runner goes and a ball hit to second to short the uh, Shortstop King right at the bag at second, picks it up, steps on the bag, and throws to first for the double play. Had the runner not been going, King would not have been able to turn that double play. But Benson hit it right over the bag, at, or right to the left of the bag at second base. 
King picked it up one step. Stepped on the bag at second and doubled him up at first. No runs, one hit, none left. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth. Raiders five, UTSA one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the ninth inning. The Raiders leading 5-1. Caleb Hill will lead it off for the Roadrunners. Left-handed hitting outfielder has one for three today. Singled back in the sixth inning. Kota Sato starting his third inning. Pitches and a ground ball to right. That is a foul ball just outside the line. One strike to Hill. Sato has allowed no runs, one hit in two innings, and that hit was an infield hit by Valdez. Pitch comes in low for ball one, one and one. Sir Dashney waiting to hit next. Sato with a one one pitch, swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes to the left hand hitting Hill. Ready with a one-two delivery, and it swung on, hit the right field, the base hit. Solid single in the hole between first and second. It's hit number two off Sato and hit number five in the game for the Roadrunners. The batter is Shane Serdashny. Action in the Blue Raider bullpen. I think that's probably James Sells. Time called. Coach uh, Myers out of the dugout will stroll to the mound. No indication of whether he's making a change or not. Yep, we're going to have a pitching change. So Soto will come out. Soto will come out after going two innings and pitching to one batter here in the ninth. 
and I'm looking to see who's coming in. We'll take a break, and we'll tell you about uh, our new picture when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. New pitcher in for the Blue Raiders is Jaden Ham. One of our regular weekend starters who'll be making his first relief appearance today. He is uh, making his 15th appearance. 14 of those have been starts. Five and four with a 5.06 earned run average. 74 and two thirds innings. He's allowed 77 hits, 42 earned runs. Has walked 35, struck out 89, given up eight home runs, and opponents hitting 266 against Jaden Ham. And Coach Myers is going to try to use a starter to close as the Raiders lead five to one, bottom of the ninth inning. The junior out of Cullioca and Columbia Central High School. Ham has been the Friday night starter. He's been the Saturday night starter. He has seen it all and now he is seeing the game from a different perspective as a relief pitcher. He'll face Serdashny. First pitch to him is high for ball one. So Sato did a great job, pitched uh, two scoreless innings, gave up a leadoff hit to Hill here in the ninth. Thus the call to the bullpen for Jaden Ham. Pitches a ball outside, two and oh. Blue Raider infield and double play depth. Strike at the knees, two balls and a strike. Ham last pitch at Charlotte last weekend. There's a swing and a foul and the count goes to two and two. Started against uh, Charlotte, went only three and a third innings, allowed seven hits, eight runs in a performance that I'm sure he'd like to forget about. 
Maybe he can do that if he nails this one down today. 2-2. Pitches inside. Ball three. Full count to Sardashny. He's been on uh, base with an error. Has struck out and grounded out. 0 for 3. Leadoff single by Hill. He's the runner at first. Swinging a ground ball right side. Going to be trouble and they can't get anybody. A little roller to the right side. DJ Wright had to pull off the base as he was holding the rudder and tried to backhand it, but no way to get the rudder. And they're at first and second with nobody out. That has to go as an infield hit. And the batter is Poston. Poston 0 for 2 with a walk. The left-handed hitter. Pitch to him, foul straight back. One strike to count. Raiders have led the entire game. They uh, got a home run from J.T. Mabry leading off the first inning. There's ball one high, one and one. Mabry hit the second pitch of the game out of the ballpark and left center. And then picked up two in the third for three to nothing lead. That stood up until the sixth. There's a strike call. One and two to Poston. UTSA got on the board in the sixth inning on a home run by Matt King to make it three to one. But the Raiders with a two run homer by DJ Wright in the eighth inning led five to one. And that's the way it stands now. That pitch into the turf for ball two. Two and two to post it. Eric Swad with an outstanding start today. Ham with the pitch. Outside ball three. Count is full to post it. Runners first and second, no outs. We're in the bottom of the ninth inning. And the pitch. Swung on and skied foul out of play. Count holes at three and two. Ham with the pitch. Strike three call. Took a little off, let her high, and Poston is out number one here in the ninth. That's 11 strikeouts for Blue Raider pitchers today. The batter is Josh Killeen. Killeen has hit into a double play, grounded out, and struck out, 0 for 3. Raider infield would like to end this game with a double play. Here's the pitch. Swung on, line drive, short hop. Out to out at second. They're chasing the runner down between second and third. Out there. And that's the ball game. 
A line drive short hopped by Coker, went over and touched second base for the out, and then the runner at second was caught out in no man's land. So in the inning, no runs, two hits, and with the double play, one left. Raiders win it by a score of five to one and will advance to round two of the tournament. We'll play tomorrow at 12.30 against Louisiana Tech, a 13-8 winner over Charlotte today, while UTSA drops into the loser's bracket, and they will play tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock against Charlotte. 5-1, to one, Middle Tennessee a winner. Stay tuned for our postgame show as we'll Give you the totals and highlights when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% on an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. 
Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back into our postgame show as the Raiders win it by a score of 5-1 to one and advance here in the Conference USA to the second round tomorrow. Raiders will play at 12.30 against Louisiana Tech. They were a winner in the first game of the tournament today over Charlotte. Well, let's wrap up uh, what happened today for the Raiders, starting with uh, the first inning. J.T. Mabry took the second pitch of the game by Ryan Ward out of the ballpark to deep left center field. And the Raiders quickly on top, one to nothing. And that stood up until the third when Ward, the UTSA pitcher, walked the first three batters in the third inning, Mabry, Coker, and Boyd, to load the bases with nobody out. He was taken out, and the uh, Luke Malone, who a lot of us expected to be the starting pitcher today for the Roadrunners. Luke Malone was brought in, gave up a ground ball to D.J. Wright, which drove in a run, gave up a five ball to Briggs Rudder, which drove in a run, and then got uh, Galloway on the ground out to end the inning. But the Raiders picked up two runs on no hits in that inning and led three to nothing. That held until the sixth inning when uh, Eric Swan, who pitched magnificently today, by the way, Swan had given up only one hit until Matt King took him deep in the sixth inning with two outs and the bases empty for a three to one score. Caleb Hill followed with a single, but he got Serdashny to end the inning. And after six, the Raiders were on top three to one. A scoreless seventh inning, In the eighth, the Raiders pushed across two. Brett Coker led off to a double, uh, with a double to the base of the center field wall. And after Boyd struck out, D.J. Wright powered a home run 415 feet into deep left center field to drive in uh, Coker and make it a five to one game. Kota Sato relieved Swan in the seventh inning, pitched two innings, allowed no runs on two hits, He was relieved in the bottom of the ninth after giving up a leadoff single to Hill. Uh, Serdashny followed with an infield hit against Jaden Hamm, who came out of the bullpen to relieve uh, Sato. But he got uh, posted on a call third strike and then a sharply hit ground ball to Short. Coker short hopped it. And with runners at first and second, he stepped on the bag at second to retire the runner at first. And then the runner at second had come off. He didn't know exactly what was going on. And Coker chased him down and tagged him out between second and third for an unassisted double play to end the game. So the Raiders win it by a score of five to one. For the Raiders, five runs, nine hits, one error. They strand four runners. For the Roadrunners, one run, six hits, no errors. They leave seven men on base. 
Swan, the winner, goes six innings, allows one run on three hits, two walks, nine strikeouts, threw an even 100 pitches, and picks up his second win of the season. Kota Sato goes two innings, no runs, two hits, no walks, two strikeouts. And Jaden Ham pitches the final inning, coming in with a runner with, uh, yeah, one runner on in the ninth, no runs, one hit, one strikeout, and got that unassisted double play from Coker to end the game. Ward started for the Roadrunners, goes two innings, gives up three runs on three hits. Malone came in, went seven, two runs on six hits, did allow that late home run to D.J. Wright, and the Raiders win it by a score of five to one. I want to thank uh, everyone here in Houston and uh, at Rice for making our visit enjoyable, and we'll be back tomorrow with you. Scheduled pregame showtime will be 12-15. That will depend on uh, how that first game, uh, Charlotte, UTSA, how long that goes. So uh, just be aware that we might come on a little bit later than, than 2-15, but not before. So it's Middle Tennessee and Louisiana Tech tomorrow in the second round of the tournament. 12-15 pregame. 12-30 is our scheduled start time. That will follow a, an elimination game between Charlotte and UTSA. So until we uh, see you tomorrow, this is Dick Palmer. Thank you so much for joining us today. Raiders win by a score of 5-1. to one. We'll see you back tomorrow at the ballpark for more Blue Raider baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. Next, another special News Radio WGNS broadcast.